time you heard this with me, with me, yes, me, Indian Phil, and on the other end of this piece of string should be the wonderful person that is Grimbo. Are I you am, there, my friend? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. It has to be said. I can't disagree with you there. That wasn't what I asked. That wasn't what I asked. I, that was what the implication was. <laughs> what I asked was, were you there? I well, didn't I'm here. ask if you were wonderful. <laughs> you don't need to ask if I'm wonderful. No, of course not. Of course I don't. So, this is a live recording of a podcast on Wolfman Radio. It is. Are you excited, Phil? I'm very excited. What am I excited about? Easter? Oh, I'm off work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. What are you off work for? Good Friday. Oh, it's a, it'll be a perfect day for you to do some work. What do you mean a perfect day? <laughs> because everybody, I don't know, it just seems like a perfect day to catch up on, on work when everybody else is not working. You know, I'm off tomorrow, but unfortunately working Saturday. Well, you see, you've cocked that up, haven't you? You should have been working tomorrow and taking Saturday off so you can do a radio show. Right it's like this will be three weeks you've missed now, isn't it? I know, I know. But what can you do? Stuff's got to be done. I've got to catch up with some of this work, get it out of the way. Honestly, you layabouts. <laughs> oh, this from the man who's never been out the house for nearly a year. I've been out, <laughs> this is true. But I did wash my car yesterday. And then, of course, mm-hmm. it chucked it down with rain last night. Uh, but stand <laughs> so so did you get I can just picture this scene in my head did you get one of the girls to hand you the hose through the window you opened the window and stood at the window and squirted your car from the window no no but I tell you I uh, I had to actually go to the shop to buy a sponge <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, it wasn't got a sponge in the house. I couldn't find a sponge. I couldn't find any like car washing fluid. So I'm like literally stood there. Everything, soap. I've that got, would be called soap, that. Right, listen, I've got every, I've got me dishwash, me dishwasher, me get me pressure washer out, all hooked mm-hmm. up to the electric, all hooked up to the water. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to sponge. I thought, and I was the only person in the house, I can't just leave all this out. So I had to put it all away again. Go and buy a sponge, come back, and then set it all up again. You know, every time I try and do anything, it takes me twice as long as it would for, like, a normal person. (laughs) And normal person is the key there. (laughs) So... So, oh, you're playing with... I love love a game of Jet Watch. A game? Well, there's no one to play play with. I was on my own. I know, you're just cleaning the wheels of your car and that. I thought you meant like squirting somebody, squirting passers-by. As the Pesh mode would say, cleaning the wheels of industry. (laughs) Is that the song? I don't know. I'm sure you've changed the words slightly. I don't think so. We are going to be playing... Now, last week, do you remember we played Kitchen or Karma Sutra? Oh, yeah. This week, Mm -hmm. we're playing Pokemon or Porn Star. Oh, I'll be good at that. I'll be be good good at that. Of course, you know all the Porn Stars. (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> and if we've because got I time, got two, I've got two grandchildren. So. Oh, okay. 
if we've got time, we've got a judge fail. We've got a few other little bits and bobs. But that's the main. That's so the main thing. I um, I think Mr. Ekan might be turning up. Oh, exciting. With his new voice, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I really should have been practicing that, shouldn't I? Oh, oh, oh sorry, Mr. Ekan should have been. Mr. Ekan should have been practicing it, shouldn't he? Um, I've got the top ten names in in the UK. Children's names? Well, no, surnames. Oh, right, We're okay. We're going to have a, a little chat about um, 80s, 80s movies, 80s and 90s movies that they've turned into TV for TV series. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, well, that was a thing you keep, you've been wanting to talk about yeah, for about three weeks now. I think now. it's really good. I think it's quite interesting. <laughs> I think it's quite interesting things that they could, they could. I mean, they've done a few. They've done a few of them, but I think there's a few more. Oh, and of course, if it's, we'll do this now. It's April Fool. Well, it was. It was. It was. It, it was. Did you get fooled? No, I, I haven't been anywhere. I haven't been out the house. <laughs> uh, I know, but did you did you see any on the? Do you know what? You don't see the... them anymore. Do you remember going back? I don't know when, like twenty years ago, maybe. There'd always be one of the main items on the news would be an April Fool thing, wouldn't it? And there'd always be something on the front of the paper that was an April Fool's, something on the BBC mm -hmm. website. There's well, nothing. The one, out... the ones that spring to mind, right, were the Lerp Aloof. Can you remember the Lerp Aloof? Yes. The lip, this this mysterious animal that they just found and put in there, and it was in London Zoo. The lip aloof, and of course, lip aloof is April Fool backwards. Do you remember um, the, um, the spaghetti trees? Yes, I was going to say the spaghetti trees. <laughs> um, that's a good one. Jeremy Vine did one a couple of years ago about a a big piece of granite. That was who were just gonna. They weren't even. They weren't gonna carve it. They were just gonna put it in somewhere in London, and this piece of granite was gonna represent the Queen Mother. Right. And people were up in arms about it. What? You can't do that. It's the big uncarved piece of granite. I can't think of any more offhand. There must have been a lot. Oh, there must have been hundreds of them. I can't remember any either, to be honest. But like today, but I nothing. think there was one on this morning. You think? I, I, I think. Because like, they had a full, ooh, what, 10 minute report on um, GMB. And it was how <laughs> Meghan Markle is going to run for president of, the, of America. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> and they had people on getting interviewed about it and everything. I'm thinking, this is an April Fool, this, isn't it? <laughs> and it was. <laughs> I would have thought so. I would have thought so. Uh, but I can't think of any more. I mean, um, they, they, they used to keep it going, didn't they? To like the six o'clock news. Yeah, I haven't done an April Fool since I was in my 20s, I don't think. Diane got me last year, like. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the details? I was... I was in bed. Just in bed. 
on obviously on the first of April, just lying in bed, and she came bursting in the bedroom and just went, Phil, 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 you'll have to get up, you'll have to get up. There's a guy asleep on the deck and outside. You'll have to get up and come and see who it is. He's just asleep on the deck. And so I'd come out of bed and run downstairs, open the back door, and you're, there's nobody there. There's nobody here. She went, it's April the 1st, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, and she was actually in fits of laughter. <laughs> she, still, she still does, even she still laughs now when she tells people that story. <laughs> Should we start? Well, do you want to um, Where's me, yeah? Uh, where's me piece of paper gone? I haven't got it. Have you got it? No, I ain't got it. Hear that? That's a genuine. That's a genuine piece of paper. Oh, not one of those fake pieces of paper you get these days. No, it's a genuine piece. <sighs> oh yes, yes. I'm do you know what, Phil? You you would it. be you would. You, I don't know whether you'd be impressed or or laugh at us, right? But I'm. Um, Moving away from bits of paper, and I've got an iPad in front of me all the time, and I, use, I jot notes onto my iPad. That's how high tech. What, I like am. in handwriting or typing? Handwriting. I've got one of those Apple pens, and you just literally write on your iPad as if it was a piece of paper. You write on your iPad with an Apple. <laughs> yes, Phil. that's not going to yes, work. Phil. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> God, you philistine. With an Apple. Why do you not use a smaller piece? Surely a banana would be much more. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? I was going to say grape, because a grape's smaller, but like, yeah, that's perfect. An asparagus. I a banana is like pen shape. <laughs> An apple isn't. Uh, is that why you didn't get the job at Bic? Yeah. Because <laughs> so. in the design department for Bic, yeah, we've got this new guy. <laughs> got this new guy, Phil Sweet, in the design department. This is his first pen. What does that looks like a banana? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> get rid of him on your bike, son. I, I used to have one of them. A banana? Oh, did I, did I? Oh no, it wasn't. When I was at school, you know, you get those novelty pens. I'm sure there was a girl in my class had a novelty. Pen. That was like a banana. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was her that rang up swap shop to swap it, <laughs> and, me, and made me make up the story about me mum. <laughs> hey. Right, well, stop. Right, come on. Do you want a warm up? Do you want a warm up game? I do. Uh, yes, yes, very much right, so. I've, I've done. I've done the. I've done the background. I've done the research. I've done the work. I've put the work into this. We'll see. This is called bacon or bacon. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> what are you going to see here? You're going to go, oh, God. I'm going to be good at this. How on. It's called bacon or bacon. Okay. So, if it is baking, as yes. in a cake, uh -huh. you see a cake. Okay. If it is bacon, as in your plate of food that's mm. just out of reach. Yes. You see sandwich. Right. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I think I've got ten of these. I'm gonna rattle through them quick yes. so you've got to be on the ball. I right? Will. Okay, I'm ready. Bacon. Uh cake. Uh man sandwich. <laughs> you were right the first time. Bacon. 
Um, sandwich. Yes. Bacon. Sandwich. Yes. Bacon. Cake. Yes. <laughs> Bacon. Uh, cake. Oh, no. Oh, man. Sandwich. Ugh. <laughs> Bacon. Uh, cake. Yes. Yeah. Bacon. Um, cake. No, that one was sandwich. Man. Bacon. Uh, sandwich. <gasps> nah, that was cake. Oh. Bacon. Sandwich. Nah, that was cake. Oh, Phil. <laughs> Bacon. Sandwich. Yes. So you've got six. Six, six out, out of ten. ten. Correct. <sighs> and that was... That was the new game, Bacon or Bacon. Bacon or Bacon, which is uh, follows high, fast on the heels of um, Mince or Mince and Tense or Tense. <laughs> <laughs> very, very hey. popular games. We honestly feel we can make a whole hour and a half at Edinburgh out of that game. Oh, God, yes, we could. We've got people up on stage. And got them to do it. That would be, would be yeah. tremendous, wouldn't it? <laughs> would got the be. people got them on stage and that blindfolded them, and then just left. When we blindfold them, <laughs> can we also put them in a gimp outfit? Oh, obviously, and then we we'll, then we would just leave and get the rest of the audience to leave and just leave them sitting there in the dark. Just with a, we'll have a tape player saying, we're going to start in a minute. Any minute now. Ooh. I heard this on the radio the other day. Um, and I thought, I'm going to investigate that. The top 10 sexiest bald guys in the world. Hey, and you know what? I haven't made the list. I'm guessing I did. <laughs> Hey, spookily enough, no, you didn't. It's well, it's a, it's a nonsense. It's just some nonsense listening. It's it's not based on facts. Isn't it? it can't be. It can't be real. It can't I, be I, a real listen, list. I bet you every any money, right? The people on that list are all famous people. They are. Well, they there are. you go then. So you're telling me mm-hmm. it just so happens that the sexiest people in the world, sexiest bald guys, happen to be famous? I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so, because they've never been here. They've never been to Chesley Street, They've never been to my little studio and looked at me. Maybe they came to Chesley Street that day me and you were out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, if you you want to stop me at any point during this rundown to say something about or discuss something about any of the people on this list... How in the soul? Come and list, rattle off your list. Right. So at number ten, in 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 at number ten, we've got Vin Diesel. Number nine, we've got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. Number eight, we've got Bruce Willis. Number seven, John Travolta. Who must wear a syrup? Do you think? I mean, maybe. Um, 
Number six, Floyd Mayweather. Mm. Okay. Number number five, Michael Jordan. Number four, Pitbull. Who the hell's Pitbull? Yeah, one of those rappers that you hear them down down the street rapping. <laughs> rapping, you, you see you, them you, on the air, on the top of the pops. Yeah, you, yeah, you know the ones. You hear them on the side, yeah, on the top of the pops. They just mm-hmm. say words and stuff, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so that was he was number four. Um, number three, Jason Statham. That's the guy out of Lockstock, isn't it? Jason Statham. Can I guess? Can I guess one of them? Can I guess? Uh huh. Okay. We've only got we've only got two left. Right. I'm gonna. I'll tell you who'll be number one. Uh huh. Um. Oh, Craigie, what's his name? The guy who played uh, John Luke Picard in Star Trek. Right. What's he, what's he called uh-huh. again? Oh man, what's he called? Anyway, um, who's the other one? Um, I've got him written. I've got him written down here. I'm sure. Uh, no, I haven't. If he's not number one, then it's a rubbish. Right, number two. <laughs> this is like you're thinking. You're, I'm reading these. I'm thinking, who voted on these? What sort of lunatics voted on these? Number two. This is the the second most sexiest bald man. In the world, you know who was number two? Mike Tyson. Oh, well, that is an absolute farce. <laughs> what an absolute farce. He looks like a bulldog chewing a wasp. Did he? <laughs> and number one, number one, the sexiest bald man in the world as of this week. Prince William. Absolute. Abs- I mean, he's he's all right, isn't he? But come on. So they're saying Prince William is better looking than Bruce Willis. Yeah. And oh. John Travolta. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And oh. Vin Diesel. Absolute twaddle. Isn't uh, it? Yeah. Oh. They're, saying, they're actually saying Mike Tyson is better looking than Bruce Willis. Somebody's just made that. It's like the one I did the other week with the the songs, the, the mm-hmm. uh, comedy songs. Someone's just made that up, and they've forgotten half of them. Mind you, I don't know how you, other than doing a like a vote. I mean, they could have done it in the census, couldn't they? We've all done the census. Remember, two weeks ago, you filled out the census form. Oh, that would have been uh-huh. the perfect opportunity to put to bed once and for all things like that. Like, who's got the mm-hmm. best bum, the best ball-looking man, the best Christmas song, your favourite joke? That would have been the ideal opportunity to get, like, everybody in the country's opinion on certain things. And the wasted it. Asking questions like, how many people live in your household? Who wants to know that? Apparently, <laughs> Frank Skinner won that once. He did. He did. Best, the best behind... The best meal behind. Yeah, I think, I think Russell Brands won it as well. Oh, he was he won the best shagger, didn't he? God. But I mean, who voted on I that? Once watched him, I once watched him in stand-up. That's 
<laughs> that's, that's an hour and me half hour and a half of me life I will never get back. Nah, I can't agree with you. I've seen him live a few times. He's very good. Very good. What? But and as for being voted won- the best shagger, who voted for it? What criteria was used? And again, to go it- around all the women. <laughs> See, that would have been an ideal opportunity for the censors. Like one of the tick boxes, have you shagged Russell Brand? <laughs> yes or no? And if you did, can we have a rate, a score out of 10 or 100? Then, well, then you can turn around and say, he is the best. But, <laughs> it's like, sort of, yeah, he's, he's up against every other meal in the world with that. Yeah, and he's the best. And he's the best. That skinny, long string. Of, I'm sure there are some porn. Some. I'm going to eh? I'm sure there are some male porn stars who would argue with him about oh, being the best. Right is. You know, guys who do it for a living. Mm-hmm. But there's there's guys who are funny for a living that would like that are better than him. Oh, I, I I disagree with you. I think he's very funny. Very Don't funny. Get lost. Man, it's, the man is so far up his own backside, it's unbelievable. Well, he, he is. But I think he... I, I've got this funny thing, you know, about people like him. Um, I think... Oh, uh, don't say it! Don't say it! Because it isn't true. <laughs> well, if no, I don't say it, the listeners aren't going to know what it is. You know what it is. But other people don't know what it is. I think a certain degree of success that you've earned... And I don't mean earned by going on X Factor or or something like that. You know, you've started off doing the work of men's clubs and then you've gone on to doing, um, you know, stand-up comedy clubs and then you've ended up doing small venues and bigger venues and you've been doing it most of your life and you've got really good at it. You deserve the right to be a little bit arrogant about it. And that, the same goes for music. If you started off playing with your mates at school and now you're filling stadiums, you've got every right to be arrogant. Yeah, but there's a difference between being arrogant and being a prick. <laughs> it's Well, okay, but it's a very fine line. It's a very fine line. <laughs> yeah. And we all know the person who were the pop star who we are talking about. We're talking about Bono, aren't we? Bono. So you, yes, what a prick. Ah, I think, well, okay, he is, but I think he's earned the right to be. He hasn't. Nobody has earned the right to be a horrible person. Hey, hang on, who said he's a horrible person? He's not, he's not a horrible he person. He's just... He is. He is. He is. Oh, you don't know that. That comes, that comes with what he says, with preaching to other people about what his values are. It's just horrible. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Won't sing a song, you musician. <laughs> I love how you your temper and your language tonight, Phil. I'm impressed. You haven't said anything controversial yet tonight. I'm waiting for it. It's going to be a bombshell when it comes. And I, I just hope I can get my finger to the mute button fast enough. Um, eh, I think I think it's time we played play your cards right, don't you? Come on, and say this how we're going to play it. We're going to play it about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you you we'll just start to talk about something else. You do waffle on a bit, Phil. You do waffle on. Okay. 
Dead. Hey, I think you'll find that's what the show's about. <laughs> uh, right, so play your cards right, Phil. The music's playing in the background, and that means we're ready to go. I have in front of me the official list of the 10 celebrities who make the most money from selling Instagram posts. So, I mean, I don't even know whether this is a phenomenon that you're even aware of. But if you were a celebrity... And oh, yes, got, yes, I knew, I knew, but didn't realise they made that much oh, money. Yeah, but sponsored posts. Let's, if you had any, any more than like a million... Any more than a, this is worldwide. It's worldwide yeah. and it's in dollars. But if you had more than a million followers, you could start making money off your posts. You'll get people saying, uh, can you post this, please, and I'll give you X amount of money. But how much money for the absolute mega superstars. So, to start us off, I need you to give me a number between one and 10. Hang on, hang on, before we do that, what's, what is at, at Jeopardy this evening? What is gonna happen to somebody if I lose? Well, you know the, you know the young girl who we've mm-hmm. killed on several occasions? Yeah. It's her classmates. It's her classmates. The man in the gimp suit has somehow managed to infiltrate himself into a school. And um, he's disguised as a teacher. He's gone into the class and he's going to do unmentionable thing to these school kids, unless you get this right. And I'm not going to mention the unmentionable things because they're unmentionable. But yeah, obviously. But unmentionable things are. Let's just say you wouldn't want your child to be succumbed to what Gimp Guy is gonna do to them. Unless oh, you he's not get gonna, he's not gonna he's not gonna piddle in the gravy, is he? Well that uh that's certainly on the cards. It's certainly on the cards. <laughs> now I've got um I need you to get more than five of these right. Right, come on then. So, to start Come with, on. give me a number between one oh, and ten. Oh, yes. Number ten. We'll go number ten. All right. Number ten is Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Now, how much do you think he sells an Instagram post for? I would say one Instagram post. One Instagram post. If, if you want, like, let's... Okay, we want Cristiano Ronaldo to do an Instagram post saying how good... Have you heard this on the wireless is? How much is it going to cost us? Mm-hmm. Hundred grand. Hundred grand. Well, you're not even close. Cristiano Ronaldo for an Instagram post charges $889,000. Is how much he charges for an Instagram post. So, Phil, that's all well and good. I need you to give me another number. Number seven. Number seven. Interesting. Interest. Very, very interesting. This one, right? Neymar. Neymar, oh, the Brazilian no. footballer. Does he charge more or less than Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo for an Instagram post? Less. Less. Does charge less, less. Phil? You, you, you've got a point. More. These kids. Oh, they can see salvation. They can see. They can hear. They can hear pitter patter in the corridor. And they're thinking we're going to get saved. We're going to get saved. 
Uh, Neymar charges $704,000 for an Instagram. Well, do you know what? How come you don't... If I was earning $700,000 for an Instagram post, I'd be posting like 10 times a day. Would you not? <laughs> uh, yeah. What it doesn't tell you on this thing, I've only been asked to do that once. What do you mean? <laughs> like, did somebody say... I'll give you $710,000 if you post this. So they oh. posted it, got the money, and that was it. Well, just, for your, just for your information, Neymar has 147 million Instagram followers. And most of those are going to see this message. So it's kind of worth that amount of money. 147 million followers. Ronaldo has 273 million followers. I know new Ronaldo had a lot like. Right, so give me another number. Number three. Number three. Ah, okay, this one is probably easier for you. Kylie Jenner. Do you know who Kylie Jenner is? Yes, I've heard of Kylie Jenner. Um, Now, was she charging more or less than Neymar? More. She is charging more. Well done, Phil. You're flying, mate. she okay. She charges nine hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. That's fourteen thousand dollars off a million dollars for an Instagram post to her two hundred and twenty-three million followers. Flipping believable. It's a different world, isn't it? It's a different world. Number four. Number four. Oh, Justin Bieber. Is he charging more or less than Kylie Jenner? We'll go mm, higher. Oh no! Oh no! The kids, the poor no. kids. He charges quite a lot less than um, Kylie Jenner. He charges seven hundred forty-seven thousand dollars to his hundred sixty-eight million followers. Seven hundred forty-seven thousand dollars. Number nine. Number nine is Kim Kardashian. Does she charge more or less than Justin Bieber? More. More. She does charge more, Phil. She does. She charges $858,000. Next number. Um, Who was that Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Oh, wait, she's part of the same family as Kylie Jenner, isn't she? She is. She is. Uh, I know, I know. And, and, and wasn't there mom slash dad on the jungle as well? He was. She was. He was an athlete. She was. was. I forgot which way he transitioned. She was. Uh, she, she, she was. She was an athlete. Yeah, she was. Right. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, another number. Oh, you want another number, don't you? Um, we'll go number five. Number five, Beyonce. Does Beyonce make more money or less money than Kim Kardashian? Oh, I will go less. She does. She makes less money. She makes $770,000. Because I would have said the Kardashians and the, um, them lot, mm-hmm. oh, they, they sort of... It's that generation that are on Instagram 
isn't it? Yeah, it is. Right, I need another um, another three numbers. Um, <laughs> so go number eight. Number eight is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, is he the fifth. charging less the... or more than Beyonce? He's, he is the ninth sexiest bald guy in the <laughs> yes. world. Yeah. <laughs> and he is charging less than Beyonce. He's not Phil. He's charging more. Is he not? Dwayne The Rock Johnson charges $1,015,000 for a post. Get out of here. Million fifteen. Yeah, now you need to get. You need to get another. Too long. Another two. I've got two. Hang on, we've done. Um, we've done seven. We've done seven. You've got three left. I know my maths is bad. So number. Okay, give me another number. This is this is the eighth one. Yes. This is number two. Okay, Ariana Grande. Is she charging more or less? You saying less? Less than the rock. You're correct. Mm -hmm. You're correct. She charges eight hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars. Right, another number. Number one. Number one, Taylor Swift. Oh no! Is she charging more more or less than Ariana Grande? Is Taylor Swift more popular than Ariana Grande and Ariana Grande? Um, out of less. You're right. Well, okay. The good thing is that the children are safe. The children are safe, mm-hmm. so everybody can breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, yeah, seven hundred and seven hundred and twenty-two thousand Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And then your last one, which is number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number six, mm-hmm. Selena Gomez. Oh, less. Less. No, it's more. She charges $848,000. So just as well you got Taylor Swift, right? I mean, the Americans pay for any old rubbish, didn't they? So I'll list them out in order, right? Number 10, Neymar. And number mm-hmm. 9, Taylor Swift. Number 8, Justin Bieber. Number 7, Beyonce. Number 6, Selena Gomez. Number 5, Ariana Grande. Number 4, Kim Kardashian. Number 3, Cristiano Ronaldo. Number two, Kylie Jenner. And number one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Over a million to do a post. There you go. So that is this week's Play Your Cards Right. That was fun, Phil, wasn't it? (laughs) Good game, good game. Our Phil, what you got for us? Um, Oh, this, I've had this written down for weeks. For weeks and weeks, right? Do you know, right? This is this is amazing, right? Do you know how to catch a fart without there being any air in it whatsoever? So what you've caught is just the pure fart. Oh, let me have a think. Let me have a think about that. Uh, does it have this? Does it, this is going to get kind of crude pretty quickly. Does it have to have yeah. come out of? Does it have to have come out of your body? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. 
Does this involve some kind of filtration? I can think that it could be done. So there is no air in it at all. So all you've got is pure, the pure gas. It's but it's yeah, but it's in its purest form. It's a solid, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is, isn't it? That's what it is. If you take all of the gas out, you let what you're left with is a solid particles. You just want the gas that goes with it. You don't want the. You haven't thought this through properly, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. You haven't. Don't want the gas. You don't want the. Sorry, you don't want the solids. You just want the gas. So. Do you want to know how you do it? The people, the, the, the people at home might want the to know. The people demanding to know. Right. What you do is, whilst in the bath, so you're lying in the bath, you lay a piece of cling film. <laughs> Float a piece of cling film on the water. This is a scientific oh yeah we're doing it you lay the cling film on the water float it on top of the water make sure there's no air trapped underneath it right and you leave it there till you've brewed one right then you let one go and normally what would happen it would just bubble up through the water into the air in the bathroom. Not mm-hmm. when the cling film <laughs> bubbles up in through the water, gets caught in the cling film. Then, whilst it's caught in the cling film, you can actually trap it. So all you've got in that cling film is just the gas. Right. Okay, I have a series of questions. Right. Come on, then. The first question that springs to mind, right, is when did you... People say, why are you taking that cling film in the bathroom? (laughs) Right, okay, that's one of them. When did you think of this, and what were you doing, and where were you when you... Were you in the bath when you thought of this? No. To be fair... Oh, well, no. I was going to say, to be fair, I've never been in the bath for yonks, because I just have a shower when I get from work. But um, I was in the bath on... Sunday night because I was all aches and pains off work. Um, but no, no, I wasn't. Uh, all right, I okay. Just thought... Right, my next question is: in when you're imagining this thing, this process, mm-hmm. are you lying on your front or your back? <laughs> You've got to be lying on your back so you can see it come up. Well, it's to do or it else, to do it efficiently. Have, you would have if you were lying on your front. On your front, you would have to involve somebody else. Well, that's what I was, that was going to be my next question. Because to do it efficiently, you'd need to be lying mm-hmm. on your front to, to take all of the obstacles out of the way. Because there's like dispersal, isn't there? When you, if you're lying on your back, there's, there's things dispersing it around. If you're on your front, then yeah, obviously it's a clean, got, got, it like, has a clean exit. Wide, if you've got proper wide industrial cling film, you know. So, underneath so that was going to be my question. If you're lying on your front, you're going to need someone else to put the cling film down. Are they going to like hang around? <laughs> are they going to hang around till you've finished? Or are, they, are you just going to give them a shout when you're done? <laughs> so many, so many questions. Right, so you've See, got... 
Right, come so on. You, so you've caught this in the cling film, right? Mm-hmm. And I can see, I can see that, I can see how that would work. And you've managed to encapsulate this in the cling film. What are you going to, you're going to have to smell it, aren't you? <laughs> but once you break that seal, you've lost it just being the gas. So I don't know. You could always just put it in the freezer, couldn't you? That'll be interesting. And I wonder also whether it would uh, mature with age. <laughs> if you kept it for a couple of weeks, whether it would... <laughs> like, like cheese. Would it settle? Just... In the bottom? <laughs> I don't know, Phil. Where do you come up with this stuff? I, just, I have no idea. That, that, that was just something I thought. Yeah, that, that would work. <laughs> You see, you lot have only I've got them. About the, about the helium, about the helium. I told them I packed in my job at the helium at the helium balloon factory because hey, nobody talks to me like to me like that. <laughs> hey, that would have been good if I had to get a mess of it. It would have been. Well, I can edit it. I'll edit it so it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, edit that. Edit that. Right. <laughs> and I reckon. What a wonderful day for going to the Kremlin, knocking on the door and saying, is Lenin? Yeah, <laughs> Mini stick. Right. There you go. Right, I reckon it's time for Pokemon or Porn Star. <gasps> do you think it's that kind of time, Phil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, let's it's do it, shall we? Yeah. Really, really, we should be doing this during during the untapped project because that's after nine o'clock this is all perfectly above the waistline is it i'm gonna give you the name does above the waist yeah i'm gonna please <laughs> what bass is already oh billy whiz there has already put his answer and i haven't even asked the question yet that's how fast <laughs> bass is in this <laughs> right Play along in the chat room. I'm going to give you the name of a character, and you need to tell me whether it's from Pokemon or whether it's from porn. It's that easy. Right, so, number one, Pinky. So, Phil, tell, tell, tell me your thought process. Tell me your thought process. Well, I don't really want to... Pinky is a porn star. Wow! Whoosh! You're, are you going to be too good at this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Pinky is a porn star. Right. Oh, this is going to be too. I, I thought this would be a challenge, but if you're like really good at your porn stars, this is going to be really easy. <laughs> it's right. not the porn stars I'm good at. Like I said, oh, I'm a two grandkids. Right. Well, okay. Number two, Daisy Oak. Daisy Oak. Now slow down, Billy Wiz. Number two. <laughs> I don't know how Baz is doing it because he's literally putting the answers before he asks the question. Before you I, know ask we, the question. I know we take the Mickey out of it every week, but um, <laughs> something not right there. Your number two is, is a Pokemon. <laughs> right. Number three is Anika Albright. 
So does Annika Albright, this is number three, people in the chat room, does Annika Albright act in Pokemon or the old porn that you've got these days? I would say the old porn. She is. She is a porn star. Um, Okay, number four. Adra Fox. Adra Fox. We know that you know the answer, Phil, so this is mainly for the people in the chat room. Adra Fox. Are they porn or Pokemon? That is number four. So what do you think, Phil? Adra Fox, I would say... Pokemon for that one. Oof, you got one wrong. Adra Fox is in porn. Bas can't answer. Just answering. He's not. He's not trying awfully hard, is he? And he's got the last. He's got the last few wrong as well. So that was. He was clearly a, the first couple were a fluke. Number. F- Basman. Number five. Hitomi Tanaka. A porn star. Hitomi Tanaka is a porn star. Delia Ketchum. Pokemon. Pokemon, correct. Todd Snap. Todd Snap. Is he Pokemon or porn? Todd Snap. Todd Snap. I would see him. Porn. <laughs> He's Pokemon. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I just hope not. Carter Cruz. Carter Cruz. Is he Pokemon or porn? Porn. Carter Cruz is porn, Phil. Well done. Cedric Juniper. <laughs> Cedric Juniper. Yes. Pokemon. Correct. Tracy Sketchit. Pokemon. Correct. And finally, Misty. Misty William. Pokemon. Pokemon. Misty's Pokemon. She is Pokemon. You got you got a fair number of certainly more right than I would have expected it to get right. Misty. <laughs> so there you go. That was Pokemon or Porn Star, Phil. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very good. <laughs> I've, got a que- I've got a question for you. Oh, that one. Before, before, I'll ask you this question and then we, we, may, we may have a special guest, might we? To answer a, a right. problem, right? So, um, if 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 you could have any superpower, what would it be? So, uh, yeah, uh, invisibility for me. No bodily order. That would be good. Well, that's hardly a flipping superpower, Phil. Just shower. <laughs> Just take a shower. <laughs> well, you're going to waste the chance of a superpower like super strength. Or the ability to rewind time, go backwards and forwards in the future, be invisible, fly at the speed of light, but oh no, you just want to not smell. (laughs) Bill, you're an absolute freak. For for comedy purposes, purposes, 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you're pretty easy to please. No, well, I would nah. Um, what can I? What can I? I haven't really thought about this. And just just something that came to my mind earlier. I would. In, everybody goes for invisibility, don't they? Well, have you seen the boys? Yes, I have seen the boys. Very, very good show. Yes, very good. So, what what superpowers on you? You've got like sort of burn people's faces off with the with your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, flying, obviously, yeah. super fast. Yes. Um, swimming, swimming, and being able to talk to fish. That's not what I would go with, like. Scoop, old Scuba Steve there. No, I wouldn't be going with that. I tried it. Um, you know, Aqu- Aquaman. It's yes. like a proper, proper superhero, Aquaman. I tried to convince that um, Charlie, one of the grand bands, I tried to convince Aquaman's real name was Scuba Steve. <laughs> Did it? Did it work? Can you remember Scuba Steve? No. Of Big Daddy. Have you seen Big Daddy? No. Oh God! Sort of a presenter are you? Haven't even seen an Adam Adam Sandler film. I hate Adam Sandler. Oh no! Yeah. Funny. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, try to convince, try to convince Charlie that uh, <laughs> that he was called Scuba Steve. He wasn't having it. And how old's how old's Charlie? Seventeen. <laughs> no, Charlie is four. He wasn't having it. <laughs> Just, do you think? Do you think we should? Um, do you think you should hand the microphone over to Mr. Ekan for him to solve the problem? Go on then, I'll just give him a shout. Fred! Fred! Yeah, how can I help you? Oh, good good, af- good afternoon. It's evening. Good evening, Mr. Ekan. Yeah, my name how is Mr. You- Ekan. How can I help you? How, how, would you, how would you like to solve the problem? For the listening public. Yeah, problem solving is my thing. Right. So, so where exactly are you from? Uh, I think I'm from Sweden. I'm not sure. Maybe somewhere close to Germany. (laughs) Somewhere between Germany and Sweden. Germany, Germany, Swedish border. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Mr. Ekan. Yeah. This is the problem. It okay. is, dear Mr. Ekan, my fiance is pregnant and I've been sleeping with her sister. Oh dear. She's also pregnant. Got to I'm you. not ready for kids. Should I dump them both? Oh, oh dear. Uh, oh. This is like a real dilemma. <laughs> It's like talking to Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the other option is to stay with both of them. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just so what to him. <laughs> Lee Majesty <laughs> the Chuck. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe how she should stay with both of them and create a, a multi person family. <laughs> a, a multi person family? Yeah, I so forget, I forget what the actual term is for this. Uh, uh, big, bigamist, bigamist, <laughs> a, bi a bigamist family. Yeah. So, so, well, as long as he doesn't, as long as he doesn't marry both of them. Exactly. There's nothing illegal about this. <laughs> you, drifted, you drifted away from your air. Uh, I'm from somewhere, but somewhere, uh, somewhere between um, Sweden, Germany border, and India. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, this so puts me somewhere so around think, Russia. Do you think you should set up? You should set up a multi, multi wife slash girlfriend. Yes, they need to move in together. All three of them need to move in together. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, the then, then everybody that is happy. Is everybody is happy. Mm -hmm. So that's that's Harvey Boy. Harvey Boy, that was who sent that in. Thank and you, there Harvey. You go, Harvey Boy. There's your answer. That's what you do. You set up a wife slash girlfriend house with the two children, and then they can both shout at you at the same time. Yeah, very Simple. good. Very good. I will. Uh, I, I will um, get Grimbo back. Grimbo. Oh, right. Okay. Grimbo. Okay, Mister Ekan. Thank you, Mister Ekan. See. See you next week. Bye. Bye. What, what Bye. sort of accent was that? That guy's a funny sounding guy, isn't he? Where's he from? Uh, if I had to put my finger on where he's from, I would say it was somewhere, somewhere between the uh, the Sweden Germany border and India. Maybe. That's he's, he's he's obviously an Indian immigrant living on. The on the Sweden-German border. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's... I don't want to go. I don't want to go any further with that. I've got a game for you, Phil. I've got a game Come for you. On, then. Let's let's change the background music, shall we? Let's put. Uh, let's play this. This is called. Phil's Generation Z Challenge. So what I'm going to do, I have nine words which mm -hmm. the kids are using these days. Okay, the Generation Z kids. You know what Generation Z is? No, no idea. Well, Generation Z started in 95. If, you, if you're younger than 95, you're a millennium, a millenni millennial. All in that, mm -hmm. you're a Generation Z. Okay. No, younger than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my two, my two daughters. One is one is Generation Z, and the oldest one is Millennial. Mm -hmm. I didn't make the rules up. I didn't make the rules up. Anyway, so, what so are we? we are. Well, you're a Boomer, and I'm Generation X. God, my God. <laughs> You're an you are a genuine X-Man man. I am, I am, yeah. An actual X-Man and you're a boomer. 
Okay, Boomer, let's play this game. I'm going to give you a word, and to, to make it interesting, right, I want you to think for a second what it might mean, and then I want you to put it into a sentence. Right. Oh, right. Cool. Because if you get it wrong, it'll be like, it'll be amplified. It's wrongness. <laughs> right. Okay. So the first word, snatched. 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 Well, the obvious, obvious is what we would use it for, which is to take something, but... Mm. Snatched. Mm. Well... <laughs> um, right. Uh, snatch! <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... I'll just... What I'll do is... You know, I've, got nine of, I've got nine of these, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to... Come on. This is a word that the kids are using. That I have no idea what you it means. You don't look so stupid now, do you? I didn't... No. Um, right. I'll put it in a sentence. Owen. Um, for lunch today, I just... Snatched. There you go. <laughs> right for lunch today, I just snatched. Well, I mean, it could it could kind of work. Snatched means when someone is wearing something that is very fashionable. You would say, "Wow, she snatched this." He's, no, you wouldn't. He's... You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh, Phil, it's going to take just... an awful long time to tell the hundreds of millions of people who are saying. That's what snatched means that they're wrong. There's nobody seeing it, man. There's nobody seeing Maybe, maybe apart from those kids with the six packs that ride the bikes and wear the tracksuit bottoms tucked in their socks and hang around at the chip shop, they're seeing it. Right. And so, I'm not getting on board with them. So, snatched means something so you would not another word thing would be wow she snatched that must have cost a fortune you know that's what snatched means anyway let's this move is, on this this is going to be a long night the next one is wig w i g wig and i want you to put that good, in a sentence good good put it in a sentence my God, madness or wig? You're absolutely spot on, 100% correct. Because the kids are seeing, that's what the kids are seeing nowadays, man. A phrase used to refer to something that is amazing. Yeah, incredible. Well done. Whack. Right. It's whack, man, it's whack. Bet. It's wig and, ooh, bet. Bet, B-E-T. Muse, that muse, they're bet. Well, mm, kind of, that kind of works. It means, it means okay or yes. Does it? Yeah, so you could say, you could say muse are okay, or you could say, um, uh, you just basically use it instead of, somebody asks you a question, you say bet. 
This means yes. Alright, so just... next up. Mm -hmm. Cap. C A P. Cap. Cap. Um, cap. And just to add to that, the opposite of cap is no cap. <laughs> and it's, it's a, not like and it's a verb. It's just, um, to cap. To cap. <laughs> to walk. No, it means to lie about something. So no yeah. cap, no cap means to tell the truth. Somebody, some somebody of our generation is sat in an office somewhere and just thought of these. They probably had three or four that the kids actually use and thought, then they've thought, well, that's not enough to write a piece for the newspaper. Let's make up some more. Yep, I'm with you on that one because, I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago I talked about the word ratchet that they use. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, so let's rattle through because we've got a few more of these. Um, Come on. Stan. Stan? Stan, and this is a noun. So it's a... It's a thing. A stan. What a stan. There is a really Cigarette. strong clue with this one, by the you, you would be able to work this one out. And when I tell you what it is, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Stan. No. Stan. A stan. Cigarette. What? A cigarette? No. A stan is an overzealous or obsessive fan. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, see? I told uh -huh. you. Um, okay. Thirsty. This is a verb. Thirsty. thirsty. If someone is thirsty, what does it mean? But that that that, that but you um, fancy somebody. Kinda. It, it basically means to be too eager and desperate for attention or approval. <coughs> if somebody's like just really? wanting to be like too pally and too much of your after your attention mm -hmm. and that the thirsty that's what that word is two more two clingy. to go clingy good clingy. word clingy we call it clingy yeah yeah that's perfect right so two left first one yeet y-e-e-t yeet no this one is really common I've heard this one used before loads of times my my children use this one yeet yeet no yeet it's a verb. No, give no. him. Right. Uh, yeah. It's the process of discarding things at high velocity. <laughs> so in other words, if you throw something or if you trip up, you would like yeet. It basically means you've thrown something or you ah, no. Something happening quickly. You say yeet. 
<laughs> and, and which 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 actual schools these these people go to? You you say that right? But something like yeet will be in the dictionary at some point because enough people say it for it to become like a, a word. Ah, stem. Now there's one left. Oh, go on then. Simp. And it's another word I've heard. Yeet. Easy. Yeah? What? Easy? No, a simp is, and I'll tell you what it, what it says in the actual text, a modern way of calling someone a schmoozer or a people pleaser. A simp is mostly used to describe people, generally those who identify as male, who are willing to do anything to get someone to fall in love with them. So the context I've seen it is is if the, if you had um, somebody who is a fan of yours who's prepared to do anything for your attention, you're you're a simp, and you basically you're you're kind of um, putting onto them bit of a, because they're a simp. Bit of a creep. Yeah, kind of like a creep. Mm-hmm. Somebody who do anything for your attention, a simp. So there you go. So that's you up to date, Phil. Bang up to date with uh, with Generation Z expressions. There's probably probably like I said earlier on. I think there's probably three or four of those that are used, and the rest are made up by some fifty odd year old journalists sitting in an office somewhere looking for a story. Thirsty, I've definitely heard before. Yeet, I've definitely heard. And Simp, I've definitely heard. The rest, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Would you like... Would you like a moral dilemma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here we go. You're at a wedding. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm, now then... Is it... No, that would be too harsh. That would be too harsh to make it to make it one of your children's weddings. <laughs> yeah, that's not you too bad. Of, of a really, really close friend, right? Okay. Really, really close female friend. Family friend. Okay. Right? And she's marrying this guy He's like the looker, he's got the job, he's sorted. He is, this guy is sorted. His life's together. He's marrying uh, this this good looking girl. His life's together, he's got a brilliant job. And just before the ceremony, you say you all stay in a big hotel. Just before the ceremony, you decide, oh, I must go back to back to the room to change my shoes. These new shoes are killing my feet. So you head back to the room, but you go into the wrong room. You go into the the groom's mother's room. You open the door, and <laughs> the groom is breastfeeding from his mother. What do you do? A 
there's all kinds of directions that could have gone in and this <laughs> wasn't one I would have predicted what do you well, do well you just you it's none of your business is it it's none of your business you just say I'm, oh I'm sorry and then just leave it's none of your business what that the bloke who is going to marry one of your one of your close family friends I know what you would think I know what you would do breastfeed his mother you'd be, you'd be like you'd be like have you got two of them <laughs> I wouldn't like I'd be like what the what's going on there mate hey. are you going to be using both of them mate <laughs> <sighs> well that I mean you would do the same you would do the same anybody would you would just oh I'm sorry and then just go off and uh, tell people <laughs> <laughs> you would have to tell people this is like the whole tree falling in the wood if you don't tell anybody it never happened <laughs> see the whole thing was am I gonna were you gonna keep this to yourself no you couldn't keep it to yourself you'd have to tell how many people would you have to tell You'd have to tell at least oh. one person, but I, do, I think that's not enough. <laughs> I think you would have to tell... The first thing you would do, you would, you would forget about changing your shoes. Right. You? Yes. Shoot straight back down to where the ceremony was being held and tell Pamela. You would, I reckon, in my head, you would need to tell three people, right? Because... If you only tell one person, then you can only discuss it with that one person. You would need to tell three people so that the four of you can sit and talk about it. <laughs> but then, of course, you would tell them not to tell anybody, but they would also have to tell another two oh, people. God. So everybody would know within, within like a few... Within half an hour. <laughs> before, the, before the ceremony actually took place. But then, of course, you would, would you would need to start making jokes as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> when he comes down, jokes which suggest that you know, but not enough so that he knows that you know. Oh, you know, like yeah. jokes about yeah, cornflakes or you know that you know that he knows, but he doesn't know that you've told everybody that <laughs> yeah. they know. Yeah. So you tell. So so other people are going to him. Uh, <laughs> I know. Just. <laughs> Talking about his bone health, or I don't know, just stuff. <laughs> oh, you would, you would feel you would also have to, you have to get the word "moo" into the conversation a lot, wouldn't you? Oh, let's kind of move that chair around a little bit. <laughs> Do you want me to move that table for you so you can get your legs in? I must tell you. I must tell you. We want to keep abreast of the situation here at the end. But surely, that, you'd only have to tell three other people. And that would be it. Everybody would know, oh, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, because, right, think, think of the maths. You, <laughs> right, so your person A, your person uh -huh. A, you would need to tell person B, C and D, right? Now, person mm -hmm. B... Now, you already know. So they only need to tell two other people. So, But it's like the... Um, it's like the coronavirus, isn't it? It's the R-rating. Yes, you know, it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. If you if the R-rating's above one, that's everybody knows. 
So really, the only way to, the only way to stop it, be everybody knowing, is telling slightly less than one person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Phil, we'll from the hour two minute countdown's going. Oh man, I was just I was just getting into my my Scottish accent. Oh, well, that's Mr. E can could have been Scottish. I could do Scottish. Yeah, could run Mr. Egan. A kebab shop. A kebab shop in Edinburgh. Just round the corner from Baz's house. So, uh, Phil, who's up next, mate? Up next, we have got Lee Madge with the Untapped Project. And that is two hours of possibly, if possibly, the best unsigned and untapped artists, bands in the world in the world today and after that oh probably Garrett Garrett will be turning up <laughs> probably Garrett <laughs> probably be Garrett yeah he does Afterglow you know, from um, from Midnight uh, from his, I thought you were going to see I thought you were going to see it from his bedroom there he probably is from his bedroom <laughs> Well, you do yours from your bedroom. You do this from your bedroom. It's this is my studio. Come on, it's a bedroom. I've been there. Let's be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. I shall see you next Wednesday, unless I'm home in time to do something on Saturday because I've got to work Saturday. Excellent. Okay, Phil. It's been. I'm back on Sunday. It's been a delight talking to you, mate. And we'll catch you later. See you later. Ta-da!